0: Greetings Flash Podcast listeners, this is Andy B, your host and producer of this podcast, and just want to give it a little cold opening before we get to the actual audio file. So, as you know, Comic-Con is over, and we are planning for a post-Comic-Con episode very shortly, but we do want to give you guys something very exciting that we got to do at this year's Comic-Con. Our own Amy Marie Hipnarowski, one of our amazing hosts and producers of this podcast, got to interview the amazing Blake Neely, who's the composer of Arrow, The Flash, Letters Tomorrow, and Supergirl. So this interview will also become available in print form uh, later this week on the website. So enjoy this amazing interview. Check out the links below where you can find Blake Neely and his work. And yeah, let's listen to that interview, shall we? (laughs) You do like, legislative, you do blind. you do sleep. you do blind spot,
1: where you, you find time to sleep? Well I don't sleep much during during the production year, but I mean i I with yeah. you? what I tell people is it didn't start with five shows. It started with one show very little music. It built to two shows with a little bit more music and then you just you just kind of develop your craft. You um, I got a lot faster at writing templates, themes you can turn to. Like Arrow is much faster to, to score now because we have a back catalog of four years than, say, Supergirl, which had nothing to start with. Um, and then you, you add collaborators and co-writers and orchestrators and arrangers, so the team's gotten pretty big, and the catalog is getting bigger, and there's a certain amount of reuse of material, and you just have to write fast. And But there's not much sleep.
0: You are creating a theme. Take us through the process of how you start picking a character from The Flash. How do you start creating that theme, and then when do you diverge from it? When do you feel like you can start variations and changing it up a bit?
1: So when I... The Flash is a good example. Um, I usually do this. I take... Um, before the first episode, which is the pilot, we have more time to develop something than once we get into season. So... I usually close myself off for a couple of weeks and just surround myself with iconic images. At that point we didn't have anything filmed, so it's just comic book and graphic artists' images of The Flash. And jet planes and just things that were inspiring speed. And just wrote, like, what what do I hear, what kind of sounds do I hear, what kind of instruments evoke that image. And then I write, I write like a long 10-minute suite of themes and ideas and sounds. And then by that time, I have like some of the first images that are being, the picture that's being filmed and edited together. And then you kind of hold your breath and go, is it going to work when I put it against it? Is it going to sort of glue together and feel like it's the right theme for that character? And, um, and that, was, that was what happened with Flash. And then I think, I think you have to really kind of hammer home the theme. For a while until it's almost an undeniable theme for that character. And then you can diverge and it, let it evolve and and then bring it back and restate it how it was and then evolve it because the character is evolving, so the theme should evolve. Now when
0: you're creating a relationship or a hands on Twitter,
1: oh the you know, all the city whatever. thing Oh no. The West so, oh yeah
0: yeah. So when you're creating yeah. that how do you blend their two together or what do you create a separate thing? I
1: guess it's really Okay, so some that's a really good question. Okay. It really depends sometimes. Um, I have to go off topic from Flash for a second and yeah. talk about Arrow. Yeah. So with Arrow, what I decided is everything relates to Oliver. Everything. In some way, even if it's a new character's theme, in some way it's got to relate to Oliver because it's all about him and his experience. With Flash, it's a little bit different because it feels a little more ensemble. It's all about Barry, but it's a little bit more ensemble. Yeah, so in that sense, it doesn't have to be a love theme from like Oliver's viewpoint. It can be a love theme from both Iris and Barry's. So I don't really combine their themes. Like Their love theme was... The first thing was really berries, and now we're developed, I'm starting to develop more of a love theme between them. And it's just, there's not like a combination, it's just their love theme. Instead of saying, this is irises and Flash coming together, you know what I mean? It's like, this is a love theme for them.
0: And did you, is that something that evolved as a result of Grant Candace's chemistry, or is that something that you just fit the storytelling it's like it, 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 all about
1: fitting the storytelling I mean I know we say that all we all say that a lot but it is about just following the storytelling and it just felt like you just wrote a theme and did it feel right for the scene and then it did for that scene and then the next time they came together it's like oh let's try it again but evolve it a little bit and maybe it can blossom And um, but what I do try to do is stay in their sonic world you know, so if I'm using, okay. say, you know, it would be a little bit weird if I've never used, like, piano on Barry to suddenly as love to as piano. So I try to stay instrumentation-wise connected to the characters. I like
0: that. I'm thinking about one my favorite sounds from this soundtrack. One of my favorite is the kind of classic sound that Weather wizard has. I don't even know oh, yeah. It, it like a very oh, yeah. sort of sound. <laughs> what is your been one of your favorite sounds to create or, or like a villain theme or to, to one of those
1: extraneous elements that was different kind of out of the world that you got to explore especially in season two. well actually my the, one of the favorite times I had this year on, on Flash it only lasted one episode and then he went to Legends of Tomorrow and that was Vandal Savage when he came in he was just the darkest villain we'd seen on the show I mean throwing knives at people's heads and I knew he was going to go to Legends, so it was I got to spend a lot of time with a the villain theme because sometimes villains come and go, and it's like they're they come in they're dead by the end of the episode, so you don't really want to develop something that that's going to be dead at the end of the episode. So you kind of don't spend that much time on the villain theme, if that makes sense. But for Vandal, it's like he it was just so cool and and so dark and demented and I knew he was going to go to the next show that that was a lot of fun. And then in the exact same episode Hawkgirl makes her appearance and then she's going to Legends and it's like, wow, this one episode I've got you know got to be on my game because these things have to be established and go with them.
0: Legends, the music feels... You talk about fitting the mold and how Arrow fits Oliver and Flash is Team Flash. It seems to me that Legends is very orchestrated and very, that um, like, there's multiple different things like there. like if you ask me to hum the Flash, i can hum the Flash, it has an arrow, but Legends, I'm, I need two people to hum yeah. Is that a direct result of it being a more team-centered show,
1: or was that just Well, I think I think it's partly, it's it hasn't been around for long enough, um, Pla- I've just heard Flash and Arrow for so long. But also, yeah, it's it's a big ensemble. Like each character has a theme, which was really interesting when we started the show. It was the first time I'd started a show that there were pre-existing music that were bringing... like The music existed before the show. That was very strange for me because um, Adam had a theme in Cold and Canary. And so I thought, I've got to have one just team theme. It's, it's not going to be any... It's just a show theme. Um, and that's the one that... That comes in and out whenever they're kind of banding together and the inspiration was like i've always thought of them as sort of time pirates they're just on this ship and they're they're ruining i mean they're basically ruining time so they're ruining the world they keep screwing it up they're trying to save it but they keep making mistakes so i thought about them as as these time pirates so the team theme came from that inspiration was like a jaunty kind of thing.
0: So last question, yeah, just for fun. Uh, you as a fan, what have you enjoyed watching or catching a flash uh, legends? What are you looking forward to for the next season? Because they are doing some pretty intense stuff what we're
1: guessing. I always, at Comic-Con, look forward to who's our big villain going to be. Because I, I ask the writers and and Greg Berlanti and everyone, please don't tell me ahead of time because I like to experience it. I get the show about ten days before you see it, so that's when I get it. It's a fast turnover, so, it's a fast turnover. so I get about ten days before, and I like to score it from the audience pr- perspective and not give away things. So I tell them, don't tell me anything, but but. So I'm just as excited for Saturday night to hear like who's going to be the big villain on the Arrow and who's going to be the big you know what's Flashpoint going to be about in Flash. Um, but what I'm terrified of but excited about is the four-way crossover
0: yeah I was going to ask how are you going to do that I mean it's not it's not any more work it's the yeah. same amount
1: of music to write but I honestly don't know how they're going to keep it straight the writers themselves keep it straight and then musically it's all got to make sense too I mean some people don't think but I really think through the mythology of well oh, this theme was used here and this theme was used here so all that's got to make sense and it's just going to be you the Huge.
0: that Huge. Uh, for, for the Supergirl Flash crossover, since yeah. Supergirl you know, yeah. started with yeah. our Supergirl theme only Flash, right? Do you kind of keep that same. Probably keep that same.
1: Like but then again, if they present it as these four episodes sort of exist in not in one person's world, world yeah. It's like just one sort of like four-part movie. Then it's a whole different thing. So
0: I mean, like first one or two or three, like individual themes. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. And then,
1: you know, with Flashpoint, there's well, Wally West, there's a possibility we're going to have another Flash. We already had Jay Garrick, we have Barry. It's like. We've got two Jay Garricks. Two Jay Garrick. <laughs> there's a
0: lot to keep Yeah. Well, thank you.
1: But see, for this reason, I was very glad they didn't tell me who Zoom was when we started last season because I would have given it away. I would have inevitably given it away.
0: Someone had asked that on Twitter. I think they forgot they'd asked if you know it, so you didn't know No idea. So do you, you say, so you said you, it sounds like kind of a for or not,
1: because you would have... Yeah, I would have I would have probably... In, inadvertently, I wouldn't try to mislead the audience, but it's like, oh, to be truthful, I need to Im, embed Jay Garrick's theme and Zoom's theme. So did you know Bruce
0: Wells was reverse flash? Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: But I had kind of guessed it because it Start hinting, or was
0: that just the, Well, we
1: hinted in the pilot yeah. in Reverse's Flash's theme was in the scene where he kills his mother. Okay. So we hinted at it, but it's to be, you know, you can also reverse engineer it. You can say, "Oh, now that's going to be Reverse Flash's theme." But I like to not know because it's just, I mean, it's I like I'm an audience member too, so it's fun. Oh, cool. well, thank
0: you. Very much. Thank you. you yeah. yeah.